everyone, this is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast. There's a good chance that you have seen in the news that a volcanic eruption has happened in Iceland. It started on March 19th at around 9.40 p.m. on Reykjanes Peninsula. And as I talked about previously, this is the area, same area in which scientists were predicting that this would happen. But of course, since this has happened, there have been updates. People are concerned, especially people outside of Iceland, where the news might not have all the information that they're sharing as we get here on the island. And so I'm just here to give you some of those updates, just so that you know what's going on from a person that is literally sitting in Iceland right now and kind of absorbing all of this and is excited about it. Because just so you know, this is a safe eruption in a kind of strange way to even say that because eruptions as many people have heard or maybe even been impacted by especially from Iceland in 2010 they can cause a lot of ash potentially they can cause lots of gas emissions that can be dangerous in this case that is not what is expected and that is not what has happened so far. Overall, I will go over like safety wise what authorities are saying, the ash I mentioned expected, lava flow, and how people in the surrounding area, because this volcanic eruption happened in an uninhabited area, but of course nearby there are towns, how people are reacting here in Iceland. And of course I always have a segment that's about the Icelandic word of the episode, and that will be how to say the name of the eruption. So it's different than what people thought it might be, which is <laughs> and I talked about that previously. And while it's easier to an extent, it is still Icelandic. So, you know, we'll take a little bit of practice and it's nearby a mountain called Fagradalsfjall. And of course I will go over that too. So let's just get into what's going on. So like I mentioned, this started last night and I'm doing, I'm recording this on March 20th. So the hope is to get it out on March 20th, but I also am doing this around the time before I have to go to a birthday celebration because COVID is is much more under control. That's an FYI thing too, and it's not a big celebration either. But the whole point is I would love to get it out on the 20th, but if it happens to come out on the 21st, that's just an FYI to let you know. So just going into thinking about the eruption. The Civic Protection in Iceland is calling it a small and beautiful eruption. So just to give you an idea of what authorities are thinking of it as. And there is little to no ash production. So I've heard from so many people, like I mentioned, about and they expect that every volcano in Iceland is going to have the same amount of ash production. But what makes a difference here is that there's no water to interact with the lava to create lots of ash. Of course, if it's raining, there might be some. But in the case of like when a volcanic eruption happens and there's a glacier that's over that volcano, such as Eyjafjallajökull, then ash happens because the lava is so hot and the ice is so cold and that, you know, combines together and makes lots of ash. The eruption this time around which I think I might have mentioned in my last episode, there's not been an eruption in this area in over 800 years. So that's kind of fascinating too. But this time around, 
the eruption is not near like seawater, there's no ice there. So of course it's letting off gases. And the good thing is that it's not letting off so much gas that people in the area have to be worried that they won't be able to breathe or us in Reykjavik will have these issues. I will say though that the authorities did tell people who live in Thorlokshup that they will possibly need to close their windows and to shut off their radiators because they're south of where this is happening. So it's a good chance that some of the wind will push that gas emission towards them. But other than people in like those areas, which still it doesn't seem that their lives are in like a lot of danger, there's there's not a problem regarding gas emissions. If you are literally up close <laughs> by the eruption, then there's a good chance you're gonna inhale some poisonous gas. And there are people who flocked to the area last night as soon as the story broke. And there was literally like on the news, a line of cars that they showed <laughs> heading towards Reykjanes. And believe me, not that many people and, and not enough people live out there for that line to be justified. <laughs> so that part was super interesting to me anyway, like the amount and authorities saying like, don't come here, you know, wait for us to tell you. And people are like, nope, we're going. Some people hiked for like, I think up to 20 kilometers or something just to get there. Other people were taking helicopters. So it's kind of varying how individuals are getting there. But besides those people, everyone else is safe. I'm not saying the people who are going there aren't safe, but in terms of being potentially in danger, those individuals who are more adventurous and going out to this area and getting so close to it have the potential to be in like the wind direction and inhale poisonous gases. Lava flow, which is the most interesting because people want to know if like if it's going to affect roads or not. It's actually flowing into a valley and then there's another valley after that valley. So According to authorities, with the lava going at the pace that it is right now, there isn't an expectation that it would fill up the valley. You know, it's kind of like when you think about filling up a tub. It's definitely, you know, getting in there and getting at the bottom of the tub, but it isn't going to be this massive amount of lava that is flowing in there according to what is being seen right now. There is a thought that maybe another fissure might open up and there could be some lava that comes out of there. And who knows, you know, if that magma underneath there is going to be really, really built up. And people are, of course, monitoring the area. But at the moment, there isn't anything else that people are like, oh, definitely going to happen. And of course, the earthquakes have calmed down and it's been very calm. And that was a kind of strange thing, too, is that people were kept saying like, we're in the eye of the storm, which is like the calmness <laughs> before you get like this second wave, because we were having so many earthquakes here. I think it ended up getting over like 50,000 earthquakes that were recorded and so many and I think many people thought that like an earthquake would happen when the eruption happened, but that wasn't the case. And it just happened that we got an announcement and everyone just glued to the television screens. And that's exactly what's been happening here in Iceland since last night. People have been talking about it. The news is swamped with nothing but elgos <laughs> pictures and videos. And elgos means volcanic eruption. And it's pretty cool. It's so exciting to be in a time where we can enjoy this and it isn't something that is dangerous and people can you know, get their photos and learn about something regarding Iceland. And I think in general too, it's putting Iceland back on the map this way, but not in a way that's hurting individuals regarding travel or poisonous gases. It's also said that the lava is not 
thought to flow over a very wide area, but rather kind of just get thicker. So building on top of itself. And what I love is that because the eruption is so small, many Icelanders are calling it like a cute eruption or poor thing. And you'll kind of learn a little bit why they're saying poor thing when I talk about the Icelandic word of the day. So last night, and I did mention that authorities had been saying for people to stay away, but this morning it changed where authorities were telling people where they could park and then walk for four to five hours to get there or take a helicopter. So that was kind of an interesting difference, but you know, that's totally fine. I ended up making a video about an update and I put it up on YouTube already. So I put it up on, on March 20th. So I'll have that in the show notes if you want to see more of images that are of the volcanic eruption from last night. I think it looks really beautiful in the evening time, just to be honest. I mean, during the day, it's really beautiful too, but there's something about seeing like the red lava flowing and like this darkness. So <laughs> you can check that video out. I also have a link to the live stream of what's happening there. And when I was like going to the live stream and checking out, you know, how things were going. It was so funny to see like people walking there and waving to the camera <laughs> and all this stuff. This is laughing. So it's really fun and fascinating. So many people are sharing all over on social media about this. Now, I'm going to move on to the Icelandic word of the day, which I mentioned is the volcano. So by the mountain Fagradalsfjall. Fagradalur means beautiful valley. So the eruption started near this beautiful valley and fjall means mountain. And I'll say that a little bit slower. Fagradalur and fjall. And all together that makes fjall. And that like double L sound, you have to be like sucking through your teeth. So fjall is beautiful valley mountain and the name of the eruption is after the valley it's flowing into which is Geltingadalur and you might notice that Dalur shows up here so Dalur means valley and Geltinga is castration so altogether Geltingadals Gos Geltingadals Gos and Gos at the end means eruption so it means castration, valley, eruption. And people were making jokes, and I said, like, poor thing earlier, because the eruption is so much smaller than people thought. It's not like this huge deal. <laughs> so, you know, I've said it in the past that Icelandic people have the tendency to make jokes about, like, male body parts, like penises. And, yeah, I, I think this is definitely no exception of that. <laughs> And then it's smaller than what people have said. And also in the beginning, like the eruption itself had like 100 meter high uh, fountains of lava, but all of that has really died down. It's, it's even gotten smaller, which is a normal thing. The other really crucial thing to me, I think, is that scientists have said they don't know how much longer this eruption will go on. So it could be days, it could be a month, it could be weeks. So just keep that in mind, too, that we're dealing with this uncertainty regarding time element. But we'll just see what happens. I mean, maybe it simmers out after a little while, after a week or even a few days. But if not, I will definitely be back on to talk about how things are developing 
if of course it's of interest. <laughs> but I think it is. I think it, it does really pose this interesting time here in Iceland for all of us, especially for me. It's my first volcanic eruption and I'm glad that it's one that isn't harming anybody. So that is essentially the update really quick so far and of course I will continuously update about this but at the moment I think it's just really fun and interesting hopefully you found this interesting if you did definitely make sure that you're subscribing or following along this podcast for more information and if you are enjoying the podcast overall please make sure to leave a review and a five-star rating it greatly helps other people who are interested in learning about Iceland to find this podcast and get some insights from a person like myself who's been living here for almost five years and has my own take <laughs> on Iceland through my eyes and, and coming from the United States. Thank you for listening to the podcast.